What is up, still studians? And happy practice Friday, last day of September, September 30th, 2021. And this is episode number 110 of the study session. I am your host, Jeremy Ritz here from the Still Study. Very grateful and appreciative that you're joining me here today so that we can talk all things Steelers football. Again, my gratitude to you for reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast. It does mean the world to me. So my gratitude and appreciation to all of you. Please continue to share your work, share your work, share my work with your family and friends. And I would love to connect with you. Please send me an email, send me your question to thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. And we're moving closer to the end of the week. We're getting closer to the weekend and the contest against the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field where the Steelers really need to get a win. In order for that to happen, they're going to have to play their best game of the year because this is going to be no easy task with an elite quarterback at the helm and Aaron Rodgers. So the Steelers need to be ready to go. And later today in this episode, I'm going to talk about what the Packers bring to the table, what we're going to be looking at. But before we get into that, have some Steelers updates want to provide. Zach Banner returned to practice on Wednesday and a piece of refreshing and good news for the team, especially for that offensive line as they have struggled mightily this season. Now, we don't know if Banner practicing means that he will play this weekend against the Packers. More than likely, he's a week away from playing. He'll probably suit up against the Denver Broncos, and he probably gets inserted at right tackle right off the bat. But again, good news. We did not hear any reports that Stephon Tuitt or Anthony McFarlane practiced, so we'll have to monitor that situation. But the Steelers have to be grateful that Banner is back in practicing. Ben Roethlisberger had an opportunity to speak with the media on Wednesday and addressed the team's struggles, his shortcomings, and he said, it starts with me. And he also mentioned that, and he said, I quote, I need to start faster. He continued, I tradition, traditionally, I've never been a fast kind of start guy. And that's an understatement. If you follow the Steelers under Roethlisberger for any period of time, you know that the Steelers have always been a second-half team, late second-quarter team for whatever reason. Ben's not in a rhythm right away, and that is more pronounced this year. It was last year. But he's acknowledging that he's got to get this offense going sooner. And that's all well and good, but will that translate into any change or improvement this weekend that has yet to be seen and again that takes us to the Green Bay Packers again just a tough matchup 
tough contest here for the Steelers this weekend. They have to travel. They have to go on the road. But you know what? That might not be a bad thing after dropping two at home. But playing at Lambeau Field, that's not an easy venue whatsoever. And oh yeah, they've got this guy by the last name of Rogers. Discount double check. I forgot all about that. Discount double check Rogers. Anyway, Rogers so far this year, 60 of 88, 649 yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions. He has been pressured. They do not have the best of offensive lines. So if they get TJ Watt back and Alex Highsmith back for this game, that can help this defense apply pressure to Rodgers and maybe force him into some bad decisions. You're going to have to move Rodgers off his spot and, again, just hope that you can get pressure on him because if he's got a clean pocket, if he could sit back there, he will pick this defense apart and it won't be pretty. He's got an elite talent in Devontae Adams at wide receiver. Accompanied by a group of receivers that are really under the radar, but they get the job done. And then at running back, it's Aaron Jones, who put together some nice runs in the past few weeks. But in terms of their running game overall, it hasn't been spectacular. Their longest run is only 12 yards, and they're averaging 3.4 yards per rush. But Jones is a faster back, so the Steelers are going to have to make sure that they can contain that running game. They should be able to do that. But really, the Packers' offense goes through Rodgers. In terms of third downs, they're converting around 37% of their third down opportunities. They're 11 for 30. So the Steelers are really going to – their game plan, again, their strength is their pass rush. They have to be able to pressure Aaron Rodgers, force him into some bad throws, force some turnovers – a strip sack by T.J. Water, Alex Highsmith, forced some bad throws, forced Rodgers to throw into undesirable coverage, which could maybe result in a deflection, an interception. That's what has to happen in order for this Steelers team to stay in it on defense. In terms of the Steelers' offense versus the Packers' defense, well... What Steelers offense? No matter what the defense is that's rolled out there, the Steelers would have a difficult time moving the football against it. But right now, the Green Bay Packers defense ranks ninth overall, surrendering 321.3 yards per contest. They are ninth in pass defense, allowing 206 yards per contest. They're 16th against the run, allowing 115.3 yards. Again, it's very early to look at these rankings and what the total yardage is on average over three games. So it's not a massive sample size. 
So it's hard to generalize this for the entire season because this could go way up. It could go way down depending on these additional games. But it just gives you a general idea and feel for what they are defensively. Now, here's a really unique stat that, that contrasts these rankings because those are those are modest rankings there on defense. But they're giving up an average of 27.7 points per game. 27.7 points per game. They're surrendering. That opening contest against the New Orleans Saints, they got shellacked. I think the score was like 34-3 to or something. Something insane like that. Everybody was calling Rodgers washed up at that point. But then they've gone on to win two in a row. So that gives you a context there. Can this Steelers offense move the ball on the Packers? Yes. You, you've seen that they can be scored on. They're surrendering. I would say that's a lot of points. So they can't move the ball, but again, if they play offense or this version of whatever type of offense they have these first three weeks, it won't matter what the Packers do on defense. Really, it's not so much the Steelers' offense versus the Packers' defense this weekend. It's the Steelers' offense versus the Steelers' offense. It's can they be better than they were last week? Can they improve? And that's what has yet to be seen. Defensively, that's a different story. It's the Steelers' defense versus Aaron Rodgers. And can they slow him down? Again, I hate to call this a Herculean task, but I will because we're talking an elite quarterback here. And this is definitely going to be a test. And one last thing I want to hit on, too, is, you know, this week... People have been bashing the Steelers, and rightly so. They did not play well, but I saw some commentary out there saying that this was the loss against the Bengals was one of the worst losses in Steelers history, which I kind of shake my head at. And you think to some of these losses that occurred in prior years, you look at the loss back in the Tommy Maddox era to the Houston Texans, in which the Texans only gained 47 yards of offense the Steelers gained over 400 and they still lost Maddox threw two pick sixes you want to talk about a lopsided yardage differential but the Texans still won I think that score was like 24 to 6 or 24 to 7 it was hideous that was 2002 or what about the loss to the Jaguars I believe that was 30 to 10 in 2017 the year they went on to finish 13-3, and three, but Big Ben threw five interceptions that game, and I remember the Jaguars' defense saying, oh, Ben looks old and slow. That was a terrible loss. After that game, nobody gave the Steelers a chance to do anything. What did they do? They rattled off 13 wins, going 13-3, and three, and yeah, that's the year they lost in the divisional game to the Jaguars at home. Or what about the 2016 shellacking? Second time I said shellacking this uh, study session, but they got smoked by the Eagles in 2016. Carson Wentz's rookie year, I believe it was like 34 to three or some insane nonsense like that. They couldn't do anything right 
and they got embarrassed. But they went on that season, if you remember, to play in the AFC Championship game. A lot, lot different in terms of personnel back then, but the point is, it wasn't their worst loss. They've had worse losses with better rosters, more talented rosters. It wasn't a, a, a good loss, and I'm not sure if there's anything such as a good loss, but pump the brakes on putting dirt on this season yet. They've played three games. I'll say it again. They've played three games. This is a young team. They're going to grow. There's going to be growing pains. It's can they improve every week. Now, this trend continues. If this pattern continues, if they can't stack some wins, then yes, it could get ugly. But let's give them a chance. Let's see what they can do. And if by the eighth game of the season, they still haven't turned it around, then we can shift the discussion to the growth and development of the younger players on the team. And maybe we'll be talking draft at that point. But let's let's relax. Let's quote Aaron Rodgers from a few years ago. And let's see what this team can do. And my beautiful studians, that is it. That concludes episode 110 of the study session. So grateful you joined me here today. Much gratitude to you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Love you guys. Hope you have a great Thursday. Let's go Jags. Beat the Bengals tonight. And I'll catch you back here on Friday for another study session. And in the meantime, remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace.